Come on in, guys. Welcome back to Talking Llama. We've got episode seven of Survivor 45, and it's the final 12. So you know what that means, Jared. We hate this episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a tradition unlike any other. Oh, how dare you bring March Madness into this in, in such a negative connotation? Oh, I was thinking the Masters, but, you know. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yep. The Masters. Either uh, way. Either way. You can't desecrate something so, so special. To compare it to this stupid, terrible, awful, pointless, and stupid final 12, quote-unquote, twist of splitting the tribes. So, so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Your your episode did not glitch. That was me just saying that over and over. Uh, and I I hope people understand that I think it's it's dumb, too. Um, so I don't know if you got that across, but that's that's my take. Uh, man, I, you know, we, we allude to the mid episode texting and, um, I just couldn't help myself sent, I sent, uh, regrettable, you know, um, unprofessional text about Jeff announcing they'd be splitting the challenge into two groups. And, um, you know, if I could take it back, I wouldn't. As you shouldn't. It's so stupid. I I don't know why they go to this every season. It's a dangerous game. The feedback on this has to be overwhelmingly negative aside from the circle of Survivor production. It has to be. I don't see one person. And obviously, Twitter and social media is not fully encompassing the total survivor fandom but from what i've seen so far in each season the in the moment reaction it's like a 99 to 1 ratio of people who hate this to liking it it's just no one's even uh, indifferent to it it seems like they just they just straight up don't like it yeah so that means like there must be something that that we're not getting here because like at this point, there's no, I mean, there's no reason to keep doing it unless, like, there's just someone within Survivor saying, like, this is great. I love it. We have to keep it. I mean, you're saying someone, but it's it's Jeff. <laughs> you never know. You never I don't know. think we need to sugarcoat anything because he's. Um. Yeah, well. I know Jeff is a close listener of the show too. I just don't want to, I don't want to make him feel bad. So yeah, I it's yeah. Anyway, this is just, I, I kind of ranted about it last week. The like, yes, this episode in particular, they do this and we hate it, but like, this is also every episode. Like we're, we're splitting the group into 
two other groups that are both voting like uh, how many i think we've gotten one episode where it's more than six people that are like uh, what am i trying to say here um are eligible to be voted for yeah like obviously you know 12 people were eligible to be or 10 people were eligible to be voted for tonight but like Really, it was but five not, but, and five. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's um, it's so dumb. It's it, I don't have uh, I don't even know how to back it up. Aside from some sort of like behind the scenes production thing where they need to get this extra person out from a filming and timing standpoint. They're smart people. They could figure out a non-horrible way to do this. You know, it would be way better. Um, I mean, anything. Just, but... just say, okay, two of you get immunity. The rest of you go back to the same camp, and you're voting two people out. Figure it out. Like that. That would be so much more entertaining than two groups of six figure out figuring out which of five people is going home. Like I don't care. This, you know, hit or miss on trying new things, but like, it can't be worse than this. So why not just say like, there's 12 of you here. There's 10 of you that can be voted out and two of you are going like, I think it'd be great. You, you vote for, you vote for two people each. I don't know. Yeah. Or just if they, if they usually go to tribal council every other day, make it one stretch where it's back to back days. And you have 90 minutes, you could do two tribals in one episode. Yeah, we I mean in the past we haven't been huge fans of that either, but it's better than this. It's it's definitely better than this. Which tells you how bad this is. This is this is it's it it puts players in such a corner yeah. that there's no incentive to make a move. Well, Oh, uh, you you keep going on that because I have my own points. There's just there's like there's no margin for errors. There's nowhere to hide, which I guess that can be cool that you have to be upfront about your move. But it it also makes your likelihood of succeeding so much smaller when you when you need to pull like one player. You can only focus on one player. Like it, it was Katura or or nothing tonight for for Jake and Caleb. There was no backup plan. There's no okay. Well, well, Katura failed. Let's go get Austin. Let's go get or Austin was on, was on that group. Let's go get Sifu or or Kendra or Kelly or someone else. You know, there's there's no there's barely room for a plan A. Much less a plan B. That the if there's a majority of like four, that's that's it. That's that's gonna be the vote. And there's there's nothing that can be that can go against that except aside from an idol or other dumb advantage that comes comes into play. It's it just makes these makes two votes so much less interesting. Yeah, and my like one of my biggest like irritations about this is you when you're grant when you're randomly grouped like this, you draw rocks, you get put into two groups of six, no rhyme or reason like it. Like we've already switched tribes once and now 
this is just a random assignment of new people you're working with. Like you're just going to pick any stupid reason to vote someone out. Like when you've never worked with any of these people before, like tonight. Yeah. There's no, there's no strategy that goes into it because like you have to feel each other out in about two hours and like figure out what you're going to do just so you don't go home. So you just land on some decision. He's a wild card. Okay. Yep. He's gone. Like, uh, okay. And I, on that same point, I feel like the way the beginning of the episode played out, it seemed like Caleb maybe had some runway to work with that. He wouldn't have necessarily been the foregone conclusion at a full tribal council, but you get this situation. Oh, this guy got every single vote last time. Let's vote about again. No one's going to care. Yeah, that it's terrible. Like if, uh, how much better of a story would it be if Caleb, who has this, he's on, he's on Lulu. He's losing every, every challenge goes to every trouble council. He makes it through. He plays the first truly successful shot in the dark, negating every single vote and then climbs his way back up. How much better of a story is that? And also yeah. from Survivor, nothing against Julie, but if production can have their choice of Julie versus Caleb, they're going to pick Caleb from a TV standpoint. Yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, there's, there's so much that's just wrong with, with this. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, having, for Caleb, let, let's just single him out here. And like, eventually we're going to have to talk about the rest of the episode, but this is so, I, I feel like this is all there is to talk about because it, it didn't just like affect who went home. Like it was the episode, like splitting everybody up and Caleb, like, yeah, you get, you get 12 votes on you. Like in order to stick around, you're going to need as many options as you can possibly get. And you look around and there's five people like what do you even do? I good luck. Yeah, it's you want to give them room to play. It it's just it shouldn't be surprising that giving players more options makes the game more interesting. Like yeah. sure, maybe Caleb would have gone home tonight anyway. Maybe it would have been, you know, an 11-2 vote or 10-2 vote or whatever, 9-3, whatever it might be. Maybe it would be lopsided again. Great. But he had every opportunity to fight his way back. It would have made for more interesting because there's more avenues. He can say, oh, let's go after Bruce. There's no no give there. Okay, let's go after Kendra. No give there. Let's go after Sifu. There's so many different avenues that you can go through. And seeing someone think on their feet and just go and just pivot from A to B to C all the way down the, down the line when they when they're up against the wall. His only lifeline w- was Jake saying, "Let's vote Julie out." Okay, I have no other option aside from going with you. Yeah. Yep. Um. And not, well, I guess you know, completely different point here too, but when you split people up into groups like this and you make one person in both groups immune due to a challenge, like, I mean, it just puts way more emphasis on challenges too. Like 
I hope you're a good challenge player because that's if you're not, you're one of five people going. And I mean, I mean let's let's just skip the entire first part of the episode. It seems stupid now. <laughs> Even go back to the first part. <laughs> Jumping with the challenge. There's also a new twist. This this time around, which mm-hmm. again, cool. They're trying new things. The the wrong new thing. The the losing tribe or losing group, I should say, goes to tribal council first, which is which is standard. Except now, the, whoever gets voted out in that first tribal does not make the jury. And when you first sent your text, that's what I thought you were talking about. And then you texted just a second second later. This is also dumb. And that's what I knew that must be about. Yeah. You know, I worked through it pretty fast. It, I mean, just box after box after boxes. Check, check, check. Yep. This is stupid. This is stupid. All right. And I'm caught up. We're live. Yeah, I, I don't want to be like, oh, this is unfair. But like, it's unnecessarily unfair and arbitrary. Like you're saying, you're, you're drawing random rocks and you're in this group and Maybe you end up in a group where where you have no shot at winning the challenge, you know whatever. That's that's the game. But at this, for something like the jury, just have this be a normal vote and have the first person not make the jury. They've done that before. That wouldn't be a new thing, and it wouldn't be a bad thing. I do think when you make the merge, that should also be the jury phase. My just my personal opinion, hundred percent. But I'm not going to stand on a soapbox and say. How dare you have the first vote after the jury not make the merge? I'm okay with that. In a perfect my perfect world, that wouldn't be the case. But I've I never complained about that before. I wouldn't start now. If it's a regular vote, there's 12 people, one's immune, eleven are targets. That first person, boom, sorry, no jury. Whatever. Don't like it, live with it. Can live with it. But this is just it's it's so stupid. There's yeah, and when you say unnecessarily unfair, like there's yeah, there's like no reason to do this to someone. Like you already have said, well, yeah, this I guess different point, but like you've already said you're merged. You you've been you've done the thing where you all stay there together and vote someone out that didn't make the jury, and now we merge and then we still have another vote of voting someone out that didn't make the jury and oh by the way 50 percent chance you won't make the jury due to how someone else does in the individual immunity challenge yeah at least if it's a full full tribe challenge full tribe vote and the and the vote doesn't make the jury at least you had every chance to win that challenge yeah it's not it's not dependent on on someone else and because like we've seen it before like last season we argued that that franny should have lost once she's won immunity should have lost the overall challenge to to garrett to how it would have worked again whatever it was i can't remember the exact, exact situation but it would have benefited matt to for her to lose the challenge I can't remember exactly how why that played out that way but that's how what, what it would have been and so if someone then gets their jury shot put at risk because of that like again, that's the game, I suppose, but unnecessarily arbitrary in a game that should be by its nature arbitrary in a lot of ways. And you've got to live with you gotta deal with it on the fly. But this just seems 
like a, like another this was one of my big complaints about you know 41 and 42 it's like a twist for twist's sake yeah and like it's not even a twist any like it is this is a twist the the thing where it's like yeah two two groups go to tribal and the first one whoever gets voted out doesn't make the jury like that's a twist but like a lot of the like the splitting it isn't a twist anymore you know like it was a twist and now it's just not and it's just bad but jeff said it's a twist well who might argue so what do you want to talk about um i want to talk about how i was so pumped when i saw this challenge I like, know, I know the the roller like, coaster of emotions. Honestly, honestly, this I, I hate. I hate this the split, no matter what. But it's just pouring salt in the wound when they bring back the whatever it's called challenge. Climb a pole and hold on as long the as you Aussie can. on a pole. The Aussie and Parv special. Yeah, like the moment where, where Parv is like holding on one foot, one arm, it's like stretching out. That's iconic. Like people are gripping with every fiber there being and she's just she's just chilling there with like, <laughs> a, a toe and some fingers sick it's so bad that i thought this but like one of the first things when i saw those polls i'm like this is not the right group for this challenge <laughs> like the these people are gonna be weak and it seemed like they dropped pretty fast not gonna lie yeah, D looked like she could have kept going for a long time. So credit Maybe, to her. Yeah, she was like, I, I guess she was feeling it a little bit, but like uh, far and away the best of the group. I still, I mean, Ty, Ty outlasted Ozzy in that one. And like, he could have just lived up there. Yeah, I I feel like, I think they've done, done this with other challenges where they change it to make it harder. Cause they don't, I guess they don't, they don't want to be out there for six hours at a time, which yeah, screw you, you should be. So yeah. maybe they, what they else made, are you doing? <laughs> picking up dumb twists. Maybe. So maybe they made the, the toe holds a little smaller or they did something with it. So it would be more difficult to last for hours on end. Cause they did that with, um, I don't know if it was the exact one that Christian went like six hours against Alagon, but it was something similar to that where they, they changed like the the position. They, it was some sort of challenge where they changed something to kind of help push it along. So again, speculating, maybe they did that here. Maybe it was just the wrong group, um, but so pumped to see this challenge and then immediately realized, oh, but it's the final 12 and the polls are different colors and it's the final 12. They're going to, screw this up this is so disappointing yeah yep well at least you know there's a they brought back something good <laughs> and then and immediately squandered any goodwill <laughs> people were like because they, they they teased it i guess in one of or they showed it preview of in one of the episode previews and people were on like twitter saying like excited like they're bringing this back or can't wait to see this challenge again they knew what they were doing. They knew what they what they had in this challenge, and then they just burnt it. Just if you're gonna do the stupid six six split, push this to the next challenge. Just yeah, when we do the six five split, <laughs> I hate you. I think that would that would crush me so hard. <laughs> uh, no, they'll do a normal one, then they'll go five five. Every, every even number is just a split travel. <laughs> oh, I would. 
that might get me to quit the show. One person wins individual immunity next episode and they split the remaining 10 into two groups of five. You can do it however you want. I mean, they're getting creative with this. I I hate that I could see that happening <laughs> at some <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be, that'd be so dumb. But I guess we'll move on. I think a 15, 20-minute opening rant is pretty good. That's definitely new for us, I think. I like long. it. It feels I like right. It. I also I think it's I think it hits a little harder because I was actually and overall still am was actually enjoying the season. It's different when it's a season that you don't really like. And then, okay, this is just another stupid thing. But this is the season, and I know I've been higher on it more, more so than you have been, but this is the season I've been legitimately enjoying. I've thought this was a has been on pace to be a very good season. And then you get something like this that just <laughs> it just stops like a thwomp in Mario, just crushing any momentum. Yeah, and like the what we've really been liking is that we've gone back to like a lot of good things, or at least at least use the time differently and um avoid like the really dumb twists and like in a season that we've praised for doing all of those things to just like throw this in the middle of it. It's like oh. Okay, well, still, still a new survivor. Yep, um, but we we soldier on, Jared. We soldier on. Uh, so D wins overall, and Kelly won for the other group. So the groups are Bruce, Sifu, Kendra, Kelly, Emily, Drew, going to the first tribal, and then Jake, D, Austin, Julie, Caleb, Katura. Can we just start referring to D as long toes? So someone mentioned, which I forgot about, that they had made a note of that, of like her big toe earlier in the season. Did you remember that when it came up again? No, I didn't. I love the long play, though. Yeah, if that was editing. Oh, pure. Like what's what's awesome is someone someone catching that in the moment and then days later it coming into play and then someone remembering, Oh, D made this comment about her big toe. Like that's impressive stuff. I, I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Next level. Just make sure if there's any challenges, you're staying behind the lines. Yes. No footfalls in survivor Jared. So on the, on the red group. And what's even the point? Caleb was even like the obvious vote, and he ends up being the obvious vote. Um, what did you think of the flash forward scene? I didn't really know what I was watching. So I got a little confused, and then I was like, <laughs> it's just like one of those things you don't think about it. You're like, okay, whatever. Like, and then you just like get back to what you're watching. I, I completely just cast it aside. Okay. I don't think that I like it. I see in the moment and even still now, I both like it and hate it. 
like it it was cool because one of my favorite genres of movies i I love i love heist movies it's a classic thing or even if there's a heist scene or big upcoming action scene you'll see someone saying so this is what we're going to do and then they do with like a flash forward or you know dream sequence if you will of them narrating the plan showing that happening and cutting back to you know present day and then you see how it play see how it plays out so i liked that it was a cool thing to do I don't like that they showed votes, even though it seemed 100% obvious that it was going to be Julie or Caleb. Still just showing those votes so far ahead of time, still just kind of felt wrong. It felt like a spoiler where they didn't need to be one. Yeah, yeah, definitely like takes out the anything can happen aspect. Like votes change at the last second. Like there's, there's things that, I mean, well, crazier things have happened than those two not being the votes. Yeah. Like but. someone could have found out about Jake trying to work against Julie and said, okay, let's just vote Jake instead. Like that could have happened very easily. Yeah. Well, when you got to get two separate tribals in within 10 minutes of each other. That was the other thing is. They started the second vote with like eight minutes left in the episode. So it's like, and I know not everyone's watching with that in mind, but if you're even somewhat aware of it, you start thinking about, okay, it's 822. They need to do a vote with a tie and then a discussion and then a revote and a diagram too. And then potentially rocks in about six minutes to go to fact also go in the commercial break and the preview there's no time and i i know they're they can't really do that because then you can't just leave all this dead air on the back end with you know a three minute long commercial break or an extended preview so i i get that but there it still takes away a lot of the suspense yeah i was i was even feeling that a little bit like as we were getting towards the end of the episode i wasn't really keeping a close eye on the time but it's like man, there can't be a lot of time left in this thing. I don't have a good feeling. Yeah, and at that point, it was like, it's for sure Caleb, because his best case was 3-3 and then get saved on a revote. You, There was no way it was going to be 4-2 against Julie on the first vote. Yep. What do you think of... We'll come back to the other group. What do you think of Couture's decision to vote with D, Austin, Julie, and take out Caleb? I mean, for my own personal enjoyment, I hated it and just seems kind of impulsive. It seemed very short-sighted to me. Yeah. That like, like, yes, if you go along with Jake's plan, there's a chance you get voted out instead and Jake's taking the same risk. But so you're taking the guaranteed safety for one vote, but Aside from working with you now, what, why, why would D Austin and Julie not, yeah, show you any loyalty going forward? Aside from keeping you at the bottom of their of their group, yeah, no reason. But it's like, well, I guess like, yeah. Where does I'm getting so mixed up with all the 
swaps and new that's the other thing about 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 the split groups is that you force people into these one-time yeah alliances or voting blocks whatever you want to call them that it makes it more confusing for the viewer to keep track of who's actually working with whom because just if couture votes with them this time it doesn't necessarily mean they want to work with her going forward they just needed her this time and she had in her mind no better option yeah yeah i mean hearing you lay all this out like it's just like the flat out wrong decision for her um see i i think i think it was like i love the the caleb jake discussion so once once their the challenge was done they knew that no matter what they're on the jury and they both kind of say you know congratulate each other for making the jury and they go yeah that's cool but that's not why we're here we're here to win the game and jake jake's move here was a move to win the game Katura's move was a move to not lose the game. Yeah. And you don't, was, you don't win by playing not to lose. Yeah. It was just, it was definitely weak. Um, man, I, I just really would have liked to see it for the show. Like there's like, part of me never wants to argue guaranteeing yourself another day there. Like, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but like I I can see that being part of my own logic. Like mm-hmm. if I do this, I'm here. And that's fine. Um I just I her reasoning seemed like more like personal and because of the idol thing. Yeah. Which is like don't why why don't don't do it like this. Yeah, because because Caleb told her about Bruce's idol, and then she asked Jake about it. He where she said, "What's going on with Bruce?" And he said he has an idol, which they had kept from her. So I I get that part of it. That maybe if they'd had another day or even another couple hours, that that would have simmered down. But it it seemed like an emotional reaction that that was like the deciding factor that she didn't think she could trust these guys anymore or the rest of the, the old Bellow tribe because of that, which I, which and, I get, but you, you have no reason to trust the Austin jewel either. No, no. And like cruel irony of the whole thing is like, it was Caleb's idea to tell her. So no one else would tell her. And like, what if it just never came up and no one said anything? Would they just like, would it have gone differently? I don't know. Yep. Yep. I mean, on the, on the other, other hand, whoever Couture is working with, like they at least wanted Caleb gone last time, at least to an extent. See the other thing while that, I, now that I'm thinking, saying that out loud, I get that as a point where Caleb is the easy vote because everyone voted for him. But as evidenced by Jake, there were people, and you can guarantee this pretty much in any unanimous vote like that, that there are people who see which way the wind is blowing and they say, I'm just going to go along for the ride because it's not worth my one rogue vote to show support for somebody who's going to be gone anyway to then screw me over for the rest of the game. Like you want you want to be on the right side of that vote. There's someone I can't remember who it was. I think it was Adam Klein on some podcast last season. 
he had looked up like the stats of the success of players who are on the wrong side of the first vote after the merge. And for that, they were, they were counting the earn the merge vote as that vote. And I can't remember the numbers, but your odds of winning the game were drastically better if you're on the right side of that first vote than if you're again, if you're on the wrong side. And so not that people have those statistics in mind, but I think there's a general consensus and thought that you're going to be better off moving forward if on this first big group vote you you're on the the winning side and especially when you when you sense that it's going to be so unanimous that it's a good talking point for the people who wanted to target Caleb the first time that oh everyone voted for him we should just do him again it's easy but even if i was a title tight alliance member of Caleb at that point I think I would have voted for Caleb because my vote yeah. wouldn't have meant, my, my vote wouldn't have meant anything unless I was going to play an idol for him. My vote wouldn't have meant anything by voting for some other random person and then having the other 11 votes or 10 votes just have the day anyway. Yeah, I guess I'm you're kind of losing me now because I thought you said like in regard to the or in the merge vote that would be the one that in this data set would be so, so they were they were counting that as the first merge vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so being on the right side of that vote drastically impacts your well, chances to win. And in theory, everyone was right. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Um. And and so, but but the basic idea being that I even hate if, that stat. I think it's a horrible stat. Uh, can I tell you why? Yes, I'd love to hear why. Because there's less people who voted for the wrong person. So of course there's going to be less of those people that can win. Yeah, but even even if it's like a five four vote or whatever the the, the I know, margin is at, I'm at just the saying, merge, like, yeah, I think that is like a serious error in the in the collection of the. We'll have to consult with Chris, um, but I think, uh, I just think naturally, let's say it's eight four. Like, no, well, I I see your point. I I, I think. I mean, you make a good point that it it logically makes sense that the stat would be that way, but I think people are are at least cognizant of the fact that you obviously obviously you want to be on the right side of the vote every single time, but that there are certain votes that feel more important than others, and I I would think that even if you don't know, aren't even thinking about the percentages. Most survivor players who have a little bit of game knowledge would view this first big group vote as an important one to get right for yourself because it sets the tone for the rest of the way. So you establish establish the run. Yes, exactly. Basically, because you don't want to set yourself apart. So there are people who will join on that first vote, even if it means cutting cutting loose an ally because they don't want to then make themselves a target because of one decision. Yeah. Well, my uh, other random take is uh, by no means is he like one of my favorite people ever, but I would give anything to have Adam Klein on this season of survivor. How so? Or why? Just, just because he's just different. 
Just give me something different. Give me someone who's just going to do whatever it takes. I I would like to see like a pre-41 and a post-41. I don't even want to say all-star season because there aren't enough all-stars on the post-40, post-winners at war, but for lack of a better term, we'll call it all-stars or second chance or returning players, whatever you want to call it, you know, eight and eight, six, 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 whatever of 41 to now and everyone else just see what like Boston and, and Boston Robin and poverty and, and Adam would, would do to these people. Yeah. Yep. Like not even like game wise, because we know like Rob's game doesn't really, uh, <laughs> hasn't really evolved well to like the <laughs> modern game, but just like psychologically what they would do to these people is like what I'm most interested in. Get, get Russell back on that season. By no means someone I want to see play again, but in that, in that setup, I think I would. I need to see the mind games. Like, I mean, come on. We, we can have Sandra burning Russell's hat ahead of final tribal council to get in his head or we can have bruce the first 20 minutes was just all bruce and how he's just messing up his game how nobody wants him <laughs> around yeah uh. except one one thing i i thought was curious they're talking about when when the other group is debating between sifu and bruce kelly wants to keep bruce because bruce trusts her and Yes, keep that person around. She says that no one is taking Bruce to the end. I I caught the exact same thing and it blew my mind. That is very different from what the edit has shown us. It seems like everyone wants to take would want to take Bruce to the end. And then like also I thought there was a part that they threw in there either if it was Bruce or someone saying it about Bruce that he's a big threat. I I think I, I don't know if too. they meant as he's just like viewed as a big threat or. I mean, yeah, they said the word threat, if I'm remembering right. I mean, but I, I, I feel like. That's it's just so different from what we've seen. My My immediate interpretation of that was. He's not a threat, but he's someone who people want to vote out. So just keep him around. Maybe, but that is obviously not what a threat is. I mean, it is. But, well, they're they're using it in the context of he's a meat oh, shield. Yeah, that's how I was interpreting it. And now that I think about it, he hasn't really shown anything that makes makes us believe that that would be the case. No, in fact, he like. Oh, no one's taking Bruce to the end. He might be the only person on this season I would deliberately take to the end. I was just going to say that. Like, thinking through, there's no one else who really sticks out. Like, Jay, Jay would have been in the, in the GOAT position, I think, up until last week. And now, I don't think Bruce is, Bruce is a GOAT in, like, the traditional sense of it, but... In the context he's, of this season, I think he's the only one who right now you could label as a, a true goat of, of any of the players left. This is like maybe a little too on the nose. And like, I don't mean for like 
certain similarities to come into play here, but like Bruce is like a Philip Shepard type goat. Keep going. <laughs> I can't. I'm just going to stop there. Like, it's just like, yep, he's just Bruce, like just doing his thing out here. And like, sure. I mean, you can be aligned with the right people, but like no one takes you seriously. Yeah, that's that's how I view everyone is viewing Bruce. Yeah, that he's that he's. He's just not viewed as a legitimate like Caleb even said. Which was a great, great burr because it applies to everyone on the season. He goes, yeah, every time every time I talk to Bruce, he reminds me that he has only played the game for about 14 hours before this season. Which, granted, is 14 more hours than anybody else has on this on the show. But when with the way Bruce acts, like he knows everything, it's like, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know shit. No. No. No, it's so, about rushing the past though. That was hilarious. See if he was talking to him about like martial arts move when he goes, Yeah, but in whole in football, this would be holding. It's like <laughs> you can't even let one someone have that moment. No. That that was great. That was a that was a great Bruce moment. But yeah, I I was I was it was weird to hear someone say no one's taking Bruce to the end when everything we've seen so far has been like He's the one to take to the end. I wonder. They they, for as much as much guff as we give the show, they don't often make those kind of edit mistakes. So I either wonder if they just left the innings, didn't think anything of it, or if it does point to Bruce maybe making a push at the end of the game. Yeah, maybe there is like the rest of the conversation was too important to leave out, and they're like, well probably just leave that in there yeah that was that was something else um anything else about the episode i got one more thing to bring up um but anything else i mean seafood's voted out that was a pretty boring vote it seemed fairly obvious. it was abrupt yeah like just like poor poor guy i mean yep you're voted out on to the next vote I and that's the other thing. I feel like one of the tribal councils always gets the shaft in this up in this case. Uh-huh. That even now you've got ninety minutes, give good good amount of time to both tribals, but this one they just kind of got got them in and out and on to the next. Yeah, yep. Well, I don't know. It feels like honestly, it feels like we haven't talked about a lot, but like there was uh, nothing to talk about. No, it was like the whole episode was pretty much forced down the path that it went with the immunity challenge and splitting everyone into the two groups. And they didn't even put that much time into the first vote and the second vote, nothing interesting happened. So here we are. I mean, we could talk about Drew making a rookie mistake and leaving his bag at camp with his safety without power advantage, which ended up not needing. But I feel like at this, this point you should know to just, bring your stuff with you every time you leave camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't even thought of uh, bringing that up, but they might made a point to mention it. So I don't know. Like, and then he wasn't even a target. Like it seemed like a weird thing. 
Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> look at this dummy over here. <laughs> and, then, and then it didn't play a part whatsoever. He was just immediately not even on the table as a, as a target. Yeah, I was kind of confused by that, actually. Maybe you can walk me through it. But, like, I thought... So they, they show up to the immunity challenge, and that's when he would have had to bring his safety without power? Because it, it was in his bag. But then they, they went to a different beach. Yeah, but so, like so but they so they're going straight from that beach to tribal council. Oh gosh. So so the the advantage was in his bag which he which he left the bag at camp. Yeah, I mean I I guess like just to be safe bring your bag with you, but imagine if he would have gotten voted out because like they just sent him to another beach and he couldn't get the thing that was going to save him. Like th- these are the risks that we're running here. See that one, as tragic as it would have been, that one you can put the blame on on Drew, because he's seen enough Survivor. You, you just bring your bag with you. Yeah, You're, yeah, you that's bring your true. stuff. You yeah, bring your I, stuff. Because you, I'm trying there, to... I mean, there could be another swap or something. You go, you could go to Exile Island to the, to, to Tribal Council. You you could do you could do all, like anything. You 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 just bring your bag. No, that's a good point. I'm trying to like picture in my head, like, yeah, pretty much everyone walks in carrying a bag, and then like, yeah, like Drew walking in all Connor McGregor, just like nothing, like strolls just in do, doing the the arm swing. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, no, clearly no bag making a point, but yeah, uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, then we just got one little tease for next week, Jared. Did you watch the the next time on? Never do. <laughs> I, I probably should never do. Oh, then I will save this. Well, do you do you think if you tease me, it will build my anticipation? It's either going to build your anticipation or your dread because a cool thing is happening. But after this week, my only thought is, how are they going to mess it up? Hmm. Well, there's little, there's little taste right there, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, I'm excited. I don't want to say too much because I might give it away, but I'm excited, but also dreading it. Well, I can maybe I'll maybe I'll ponder over the next week or so and uh, send you some guesses. Okay. Or or don't and just be surprised. <laughs> okay. Either way, up to you. But I, I won't I won't mention it here. Um officially my hint is something interesting is going to happen, but you're wondering how they're gonna mess it up. Yes. Okay. That honestly, if it had come after any other episode, I'm just sour on this one. I'd be excited. Um, but yeah, I'm fearful that they're gonna do something stupid and make it dumb. Uh, but only time will tell. We've been positive through six episodes. Guess we deserve one where we just rant for forty-five minutes. It feels good. I, it, it 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 did feel good. Yeah, I mean it was deserved, and like, I I feel like that's a good way not to like get all meta on like podcasting, but I just. I feel like that's uh, 
a good way to go about it because like us ranting and like complaining about this people are all going to be feeling the same thing and like i personally do this right i know when i'm mad about something and i go listen to something about it i just want to hear them be mad about it too like i don't i don't want to sign in or like turn on the podcast like when i'm super mad about the vikings blowing a 28 point lead yeah you know we'll we're looking pretty good for next year though you know we we blew the the nfc championship game and it's uh well we never yeah never blew a 28 point lead in an nfc championship game but who's to say there can't be first yeah i anyway i i think um no i agree i think the, the worst though is when you're pissed off about something and you go listen to something expecting the same reaction and they liked the thing that you hated. Oh, yeah. Well, fortunately, we didn't deliver that energy. Yes. So on, on the couple survivor podcasts I listened to, I'm hopeful that they feel the same way about this. That they won't be like, oh, but this was it was it was fun this time, or it made for an interesting vote. Like, no, it didn't. It just absolutely it did not. No. Did not. I think that'll do it then. Uh next week. We will be out on Friday for the episode. We'll be recording Thursday, out Friday. Um, and hopefully you will remain unspoiled until getting to the episode. Um, I know the the Twitter addict that you are, you have to stay away from that to remain spoiler It's actually free. called X. No, it's not. Nobody calls it X. Formerly Twitter. The, the, the social media site formerly known as Twitter would be way better. Just go the Prince route. Another thing that's so stupid, but that's neither here nor there on this podcast and how and how dumb the rebranding was. But that's old news. Um, so again, next week we'll be out on Friday. Um, blog likely no blog that I'll have next week. Um, probably just a podcast. Um, some scheduling things came up, but we'll just a day late, so no no big deal there. And hopefully we'll be more positive next week, or we'll have another good rant. I feel like. I feel like the episode is going to be good because it'll be another fun rant or we'll have something positive to pick us back up after this terrible, terrible episode seven. That's so, good. You don't want to be in that middle ground. Sometimes you do. Next not, week, I would not a I, professional sports. You don't. True. True. Tank for that number one pick or go all in. For more fun sports takes and maybe some spare takes next week, just make sure you're subscribed. Apple, Spotify, and where you listen. Twitter, not X, Twitter at Llama Talk Pod, Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. For Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambidge, and we will see you next time for another Scoop of the Christmas.